Like raising funds for charity, fighting for diversity, inclusion, dispelling myths and illusions, raising health awareness, tremendous conscious athletes, marathoners and triathletes, making a difference, combating ignorance. Mm. Behind the wheel, you know the deal. Behind the wheel, you know the deal. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? It was going good, man. We finally got this bad boy set up. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna hit record and we'll we'll give me a five, four, three, two, one countdown. I'll go into the intro and we'll get it popping. All right, you set? I'm good, man. All right, here we go. Give me my five, four, three, two, one, and let's get started. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Let's go. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Baby Ox, Baby O D Rock D Livingstone. Cause you know you gotta have like 35 different aliases, man. We are back live this morning with my good friend all the way from Boston, Mass. He's originally from Detroit. You might have recognized him from the recent Runner's World magazine. Give it from Mr. Martinez Evans. What's up behind the wheel? What's up? What's up? What is going on, man? It's like uh, we're going to be recreating this. Because, um, yeah, we did this once before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I'm glad we got the logistics all worked out, man. So how are you doing this Sunday morning, man? Man, I can't complain. Just waiting for the snow to go down. Um, got a, a hour ride that I need to do. So mm. I'm excited, man. What about yourself? We're doing fine, man. It is, uh, the snow is subsided here. It's not on, the, you know, it's still just a res- residual just hanging on. Had a big storm back here um, right. last week. Knocked a lot of, you know, tons of trees down. Power lines, New Canaan was out for like, I think almost like 20, 28, 26 hours, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was horrific, man. People were no Wi Fi. You know what you do? Lose your just, mind. I was you right there with you. <laughs> you lose your mind. Like, what? Your kids were crying. You know, I had to get therapists and all this. So it's rough, man. But we're doing well, man. I can't complain. I'm out in, in front of uh, one of my, one of my favorite spots here in, Wally World, Connecticut, D and D. So I gotta know, man. Are you a D and D man, or are you a five bucks man? I'm neither. I don't okay. even drink coffee, man. I'm a more of a tea guy. All right. I'm, I'm more of a tea vana guy. <laughs> tea Oh, oh, not just Lipton. You said tea vana. Tea vana. You know. That's that's the that's the next level. Uh, tea, I hear that, man. I just drink tea. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah i'm glad to have you uh, on the show to be able to spend some time with you and share your story with our audience a little bit more in detail for those of you who don't know uh, martinez is the am i pronouncing it right i hope i'm not butchering it man it's martinez martinez yeah is the host of the 300 pounds and running podcast so you guys you know we'll have the link in the description go and check him out on the show, but for those of you who, have, who are already not familiar with him, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your road to running, and you know who you are and what you do, man. All righty, what's up, Behind the Wheel? It's your boy, Martinez Evans, a.k.a. 300 Pounds of Running, a.k.a. the head gold trusher in charge. A.k.a. Stu. All right, all right. I'm not mad at you. A.k.a. Stu, bro. Nothing wrong with that, man. 
but I'm the host and curator uh, of the blog, 300 Pounds of Running at 300poundsofrunning.com. Mm-hmm. I also uh, host a podcast at the 300, 300 Pounds of Running podcast. Uh, I do live streams uh, with my workout. Pretty much, man, I'm a fat guy who runs, man. And, uh, you know, I, I would say that's pretty much it. I, I'm here to inspire, mm-hmm. educate, and motivate other uh, larger individuals to get out there and run, man. What started you on the road to running? See, man, so this is a very interesting story, D. So I used to work at Men's Warehouse. And, you know, if you know anything about Men's Warehouse, it's, you know, commission sales. You're on your feet all the time. They're weighing 360, 370-odd pounds. Okay. And just, you know, you know, eating all types of trash. And one day I walked in there. It's like as soon as I walked past the threshold of the store, like I felt this sharp pain in my hip. Mm. Um, long story short, uh, I went to the doctor. They sent me to physical therapy. I did about six, uh, 16 to 20 weeks of physical therapy. And um, after that, I found myself in the office of an orthopedic specialist. So I'm looking at this guy. He's like 5'5", five, five, 120 pounds, soaking wet, mm-hmm. with a very thick accent. And he's like, you know, Mr. Evans, I know what's wrong with you. And I'm like, well, what's that? Like, do I need surgery or whatever, whatever? And he's like, you're fat. And I'm looking at him like, what? Okay. I mean, is this, is that how they teach you in, right, in, in right. med school? Like, yeah, just get right to the point, cut through the face. I know the problem. You're, You're fat. fat. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, so me. did you hit him or did you? Um... I wanted to. Oh, okay. You, you exhibited some to. restraint. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, that was when I had first came back from Detroit, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was rugged, thuggish bone up in this piece. Mm. Um, but, you know, I looked at him like, come again? Like, what do you mean? It's like, you fat. And it's like, you know. Oh, he said it again. He didn't. Yes. Okay. No, he With a straight him. face or. Yeah. or... Mm. And he was like, you know, you either need to lose weight or you need to die. So I'm pissed. Wow. I'm embarrassed. You know, I'm 6'3", 360 odd pounds. And I'm looking down at him like, don't you know I can crush you? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he goes on this whole tangent of, well, I need to start walking. I didn't need to be eating healthier, you know, walk one time around the track and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, man, screw all that. I'm going to run a 5K marathon. And not knowing. Did you tell him that? Or yes. Or, what did he say? He laughed. Wow. He laughed at me and said that was the most stupidest thing he's ever heard in his life. Mm. And, and, you know, that was me not knowing, like, a 5K marathon don't exist. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that's, probably, that's probably why he said that. He's like, first of all. That's not even a marathon. That's not even a thing. So, uh, yeah, that's probably why he left. Wow. Okay. So, we're going to put his name on. Everybody want to know his name now, right? It's like, what is this doctor's name? Let's call him up on Monday. Yo, why are you talking about my man? So, oh, you know, man. I didn't even know 5K marathon was even a thing. So, you know, I just left out the doctor's office. Like, I just left, like, pissed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was driving home, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to show this dude. Like, I'm going to go do this 5K marathon, and I'm going to be a beast. <laughs> so I stopped by uh, Fleet Feet in West Hartford. I'm pretty sure you know where that's at. Yes, and, that's um, Chef for to Stephanie. I know the owners. They're, they're, they're all right out there yeah. in West Hartford, man. So, yeah, I went out there, man. I was like, I need running shoes, and I need them now. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know what kind you need or whatever, whatever. And I was like, whatever's going to make me fast. And then it's like, oh, hold up now. Hold yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let's get you let's, in the shoe first. <laughs> let's get you. Let's get you with a gait analysis. So, you know, they gave me a gait analysis. Okay. You know, measured me up and got me some shoes. And uh, I went home. Uh-huh. 
downloaded five different couch to 5Ks. And, um, you know, after listening to the voices and things of that sort, picked one. And I went out there and I started. And So what, what, hold on, hold on. What sneakers did you get, man? I ended up getting some um, Nike Pegasus. Okay. Pegasus. All right. Pegasus. Um, mm. So I get out there week one, day one, it cost a 5K. And I can't even last 15 seconds. Oh. Oh. I'm, okay. Well, I'm on the treadmill. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like my body is rejecting the treadmill. The, uh, the <laughs> treadmill rejecting my body. I don't know which one's which. They weren't having I, a good relationship. No. Though. You know, I'm going up, you know, increasing the speed to eight. I'm lowering it down to three, you know, back up to six, down to four. Just trying to figure out. I can't get this. So I quit. First mm-hmm. day. Wow. Uh, next day, I do it again. Mm-hmm. Still didn't make it. Next day, I did it again. Still didn't make it. It took me about four tries. Like just to get down week one day one to cost the five k. Okay, so did you have a treadmill already, or were you going to a gym? Or, or... so my apartment complex had like um, uh, one of those like I, I call it a fake gym, one of those faux gyms, you know, a couple treadmills. Okay, and you know some Nordic tracks and things of that sort. Looks bigger in the in the description. Um, right, than, right, than they, right. The picture, right. <laughs> Facilities. Right, right, right. Okay. They, you know, they use the wide, uh, the wide, the wide, the wide angle, link, yeah, the wide angle lenses <laughs> to make it seem Deceptive. like, oh, this is big. Mm-hmm. You get there, that bad boy's small. So okay. yeah, I, I started in there. Mm. That that's like, I remember the first time my sister for like two years straight was telling me, you should try this running thing, and I said, yeah, 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 I, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it. I open up one of the emails and I'm like, okay, here again, another email. You know, you should try it. I'm doing this 5K. I'm doing this thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's a running series in Westport. And I decide one day I'm going to pull out some Reebok zigzags that had oh, orange, man. you know, and they're not even running shoes. They just look nice. So I had, I wasn't even running them. I had them underneath the bed. I grabbed them out. And I think I spent, I know I spent more time stretching and everything than I did actually running, man. I was so excited, <laughs> man. I made it around the city block. So my legs are burning. My, you know, I'm feeling my body was not accustomed to that, that whole thing. And I'm, you know, I'm thin. I'm thinking, you know, this is a piece of cake. Mm. I get on the phone and I tell her I made it, I, I, you know, I went for a run. She's like, okay, how far did you go? Right. I said, I, I, made it, I, made, I made it around the block. <laughs> and she's like, okay, you hear this silence. You can tell like somebody's on the other end of the phone. Is that you did around the block? How do you, you, that's it. That was, that, that's the equivalent of your, you know, your 15 seconds, man. So it, it doesn't, that's what I found intriguing, man, about your, your, your story. You know, some people might say, you know, he's not a runner, you know, doesn't have that typical running physique. That, that would fool you, man. Right, you know? right. So did you, did, when did you do your, um, your, your, your first 5K and where you are in, in the marathon process? So, um, I did the, the whole nine weeks of Couch to 5K. Mm-hmm. No, I actually did the Couch to 5K, and then I did a couple extra weeks because one of the things I learned uh, through the process of doing Couch to 5K is that they stop, they leave you off at 30 minutes. And okay. there's no way that I can run a 5K in 30 minutes. And, you know, and, like, thinking about it now, mm-hmm. like, people spend, like, most of their lives, like, running lives to, like, try to get to a sub 35k you know what i'm saying yeah so for me to like do this app and like 
be done and be like, all right, go run a 5K, you know, you run 30 minutes straight. That wasn't that wasn't me, man. So I had to do some extra training. So I think the program was about eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And I spent about 10 weeks training for it because I had to do some training on my own to build gotcha. up to the, you know, 45 minutes, 50 minutes of running straight. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did the, ten, you know, 10 weeks and then I had my first 5K and um, I started there, man. And it was very interesting because I'm at the starting line. Uh-huh. First 5K, I'm super nervous, like stomach grumbling. Uh, I'm just nervous. And um, so I line up like way in the back. Okay. Like, I'm talking about behind the mamas with strollers with dogs <laughs> tied behind tied to them. That's how far in the back I was. I was way I was dead last. Okay. Boom, gun goes off. So, you know, and, and the thing is like that's one of the things about like believing in yourself and things of that sort, because I thought, like, look at that. Like I thought a mama of two in one of those Jeep strollers with a dog tied next to it. Mm-hmm. It's Walking is going to be faster than me ever running. Mm. Imagine that. A yeah. mom of two with the two strollers, the Jeep stroller with the triangle, mm-hmm. with the dog tied next to it is going to be faster than me. So the gun goes off and, you know, I'm starting off and and that's when it hit me like, oh, I can do this running thing. Mm-hmm. I might be slow, but I can run for an hour straight. So I'm passing the mom with the stroller. Go, baby, you can do it. You know, I'm passing, the, you know, the, the senior walker, you know, running past them. And as I, you know, keep dipping and dodging through people, mm-hmm. um, you know, to actually find my stride, like, that's when I find out, like, I'm really a runner, yo. Mm. Yeah. All right, man. So did you have people at the, um, at the end of, of waiting for you? Yeah, so I had uh, two people. I had my girlfriend and one of my close mm-hmm. friends there, man. So, you know, they was there cheering me on. And, you know, we got pictures and things of that sort. And then one, the other thing is that the race photographer was so intrigued with me, like, seeing a big guy, like, run a 5K, that he just gave me a flash drive, like, just full of pictures. It had to be, like, 200 pictures of me, like, Damn. running throughout the course. Where was, was your just own, so was intrigued. Um can't remember it's been so long ago mm. i can pull it up but i can't uh, i can't remember right now it was like one of the it was called the steven tyler or steven tiller um tunnel the towers 5k so it was in memory of one of the uh firefighters that died in 9 11 okay so it was in one of those towns i want to say glastonbury okay in Connecticut. Okay. Wrong. yeah Mm. Well, we, we were like neighbors for a bit before, you know, before I even became aware of you, you know, through uh, Runner's World. How did you end up in Runner's World? Oh, man, that was an interesting story, man. And I'm very blessed to be in there. Um, somebody reached out to me. Okay. Um, and so here's the thing. Like, I was in a running funk. Um, you know, I was dealing with an injury and it was just slow moving to like get healed so i was in this funk man depressed mm-hmm. and i remember having this conversation with my significant other like i think i'm gonna have to quit running mm. and like you know i was still doing some stuff but with my injury i couldn't get past like you know three miles or so because like the achilles was just always killing me right so i remember it's like i might have to give up running and that week like the writer from runners road hit me up and was like hey man 
I see your podcast, I see your blogs, like you're very inspiring. Would you be interested in something like that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And then like, you know, a couple months later, she really hit me up because I didn't hear nothing. So a couple months later, she hit me up and, um, uh, you know, I was end up, she ended up interviewing me for the pot, I mean, for the, um, for the magazine. Mm. Now, did like, you, you know, did you know you were, um, did you see, what What was your reaction when you saw your picture in there? Did somebody hit you up and tell you, hey, yo, by the way, you know you in Runner's World, right? No, man. You know, it, it, it was, it's a big journey mm-hmm. to, like, get there. So you got the interview. Like, you know, okay. the person interviews you. You send them pictures of you running and things of that sort. And then they initially decide whether or not they're going to um, send, like, a photographer out. So, um, so I get the, you know, I get done with the interview. And then, you know, she goes, goes for a little bit. And I'm like, so is this going to be a thing? Like, cause I don't know. Are we doing this or what? <laughs> right. So she hit me back and like, yeah, you know, we, uh, we're going to send a photographer out mm-hmm. to, uh, take pictures of you. So, you know, the photographer came, he spent about two hours taking pictures. He went to one of the local trails and, um, we just took pictures, ran up and down. It was interesting because there was like a pit bull loose. Chasing us while we trying to run. Oh yeah, that that like, that that'll get you down below a sub thirty uh <laughs> <laughs> You might be breaking records, man. <laughs> so you know, we, we go through it and we you know we get the pictures, and then it was like another couple of months before it came out. Cause it's like, oh, this is going to be in the January February edition. It's like, oh okay, cool. Like I really didn't think nothing else of it. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and then you know, you get like the other like release waivers and stuff that come your way. But it was that time, like, I want to say initially the interview started, if my memory serves me right, like August or September, somewhere around there. I was like, I want to quit. And then I, mm. you know, I had that conversation with her. And then, you know, I told my significant other, and she's like, see, like, the universe don't want you to quit. The universe. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> like, the universe don't want you to quit. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was still, like I said, I was still running. I wasn't running far because mm-hmm. I was dealing with an injury. But, you know, I kept I kept at it. Like, I kept doing it. And it's like, well, if the universe want me to do it, like, let me get back, you know, let me get back on my grind. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And so when did you um, start the podcast? When, what, what inspired that? So here's an interesting story. Well, let me just, so I wanted to, what is, let me think about years. 2018 now. The podcast officially came out in 2017, but I started recording episodes for the podcast in 2016. So I had this whole idea that I was going to start this podcast and I had so much energy. I like I recorded three episodes, mm-hmm. um, interviewing people, and I just sat on them. Yeah, and I sat on them, man, because <laughs> I remember um, because what I, I sat on them because. I didn't know if it was going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if, you know, people will even like it. I just didn't know. But I know, I knew that, like, I wanted something to, like, reach out to the people in the back of the pack. Like, people like me who are, mm-hmm. you know, overweight, um, felt like they're too big, too slow to even go out to races or call themselves runners. Mm. So that's the reason I started. I had all this enthusiasm. And then... Like something hit me, like I don't know if this is gonna be it. So I sat on them. I sat on like the first ten episodes for a whole year. So you interview me, not me, 
But what are you, and then and then what are you telling these folks that um that say hey so when is our when is our episode coming out when is when is that happening what are you what so, are you saying to them initially when I started I was like you know it's gonna come out in a couple of weeks and then and you know didn't didn't hear anything and then about three or four months later it's like hey I'm checking your website what my damn podcast is. <laughs> and then you know I'd be like you know it's coming it's coming and then it really took me into like a year. Mm. So like me get the encouragement and me uh me to get like the motivation to like put those out. And like even on my first episode, I want to talk about how I'm afraid to put this out there, but you know, I want them to be perfect, but I know it's not going to be perfect and I know it's going to be bumps and rolls. I know it's going to be issues, but I'm going to do it afraid anyway. Mm. And so who was your first guest? My first guest was uh, Danny Holmes Kirk. Uh, she's a young lady in Boston, one of a uh, one of my first couple of followers when I started this journey back in 2012. Um, mm. She had some of a similar journey where she was overweight. She started running. Uh, she did uh, I don't want to say Jenny Craig, but Weight Watchers. You know, found some success in that. And you know, we was at a conference, like a, a weight loss bloggers conference. And mm-hmm. um, uh, Fit Blogger, which, what was the name of it? And, you know, we met up, we figured out we was in the area, and we just came, like, great friends. So um, she was my first person I interviewed, Myrna Valerio, uh, who's, like, freaking viral now. Mm. Like, she's on everything. So, like, she's, she was the National Geographic uh, Inventor of the Year. She's been on the cover of Runner's World. She had, had like, a big five, six-page spread in Runner's World. She has run this world this month. Um, you know, she's been on all types of like, um, what is it? World's Toughest Mother Journey and um, just all types of stuff. Like amazing person, like great energy. And mm-hmm. like, I interviewed her like in 2012, I mean, not 2000, in 2016. So like now to like see the, the glow up, like the glow up from like me just interviewing her on the 300 pounds of running to like follow her journey now and, and like her, but being everywhere, mm. it's crazy. Um, yeah, and you were sitting on on, on the episodes, and I wow. sat on the episodes. You know the the and the third person I interviewed was I believe Julie Creffield, um, the Fat Girls Guide to Running. Um, she's over there in the UK. Mm. So those are my three people, man. And you, you think about it, those were heavy hitters. Yeah, that's all right, man. Mm. I mean, I, I'm sitting down thinking about. This whole idea and concept of of, of, of finding your voice, mm-hmm. you know, and whether you're a runner or it's a singer going to a, you know, I want to sound like Lena Horne or I, I want to sound like Beyonce. Or I want to sound like, you know, Luther Vandross right. or whomever. And you're trying to find like your, your yourself. So you might wind up imitating somebody along the way or you know, practicing this and, and then until you find who you, you know, who you are. And I think mm-hmm. the world, not I think, I know the world needs more people to be just themselves, man. And right. It's, it's, it's a blessing to see, you know, someone like yourself get out there as a heavy person and running and doing it and it becomes encouraging. And, I'm, and I've, my, my sister struggled with her weight and my mom was a robust woman. And I would watch as a, as a kid you know, get on the bus and people, you know, would, would look at her funny as if she was going to take up 19 seats and, mm. you know, and just people, res- this, our, our society responds to, to people differently. You know, if you're not 
you don't fit into a, a certain category where they can kind of put you in a box and say, yeah, you know, you look like this and this is acceptable. You, you, you know, you're short, you're tall, you're fat, whatever. You don't, you don't fit a, a certain look. So we really not feeling you. Right, right, right. So I think it's, I think it's fantastic that y'all did doing, doing the damn thing, man. I appreciate it, brother. This journey you know, is nothing but a roller coaster of ups and downs, man. Yeah, it is. It is definitely ups and downs. I, I am, I'm, I'm getting the side of like I'm sitting here talking to, talking to a phone, but I'm actually, I've got somebody on the phone. They just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you on the phone in front of Dunkin' Donuts, man. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And so you also ride a bike, man. Which yeah. is, um, it's just, uh, you went through about 13 seats until, until you found the, the, the right one. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, find, hashtag, help my ass. Help my ass, man. Um, like I said, you know, I was, you know, going through this whole running thing and, I just didn't know. So I was like, well, let me like look at other activities or hobbies because um, for a lot of people, when it comes to um, not to get all deep and metaphysical on you, but, you know, I think about like people and like, you know, whatever their faith is, whether they're Christians, Muslims or Jehovah Witness, Seven Day Adventists and things of that sort. Like mm -hmm. I personally um, don't believe my, my faith is none, none of those. Like I consider myself like you know, agnostic or what or whatnot. But for me, like people find out, like you know, that, that the routine is what you go to church on Sunday to you know find your faith or whatnot, and you know practice your faith there. Like for me, me being with my higher being, my grand architect in uni universe is to exercise, is to go running, is to go cycling because. Those are the times where I can find peace within mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I find um, interesting. People out on a run, on a trail, or wherever, mm. there's, 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 a, there's a moment in time when you, you're, you're, you're at one with yourself, and then when you can't do it, that's what becomes like. Right, right. There's going right. to come a day when you, 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 you might not be able to run. But today in that day, so I'm going to enjoy it for as long as I can. And and just try to balance through those those um, those valleys when you might be in a f running funk right. until you get out or you get on the bike and you know or whatever. So you just go for a slow walk. Exactly. So um, for me, and I was like, well, I you know I I can't run like I want to. Like I can't run um, marathons or whatever at this point. So let me find something I can I can do that's equally addicting as running is so i picked up cycling and it was one of those things where um, i didn't know if i was able to afford it mm -hmm. and then my homeboy um in atlanta uh, who's also like an ex-professional football player so shout out to, uh shout out to Corey lucci um he was like man you can do it like all you got to do is find some used some used stuff man and put it together and it's like well, well how do i do this and so he gave me like the whole process of like go to a bike store Mm -hmm. You know, act like you want to get a, you know, want to buy a bike, <laughs> you know, because sometimes they know that people are getting used stuff. So they don't want to help you out. So go through the process like you're about to buy a bike, you know, figure out what size bike you need. And then, you know, be like, you know what, I'm not going to do it now. And then go to eBay or Craigslist and try to Amazon, find somebody yeah, find Amazon <laughs> and find a bike that size. 
Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, these are the brands to stick to. You know, before you buy it, send me the, the, the ad and I'll check it out and let you know if it's a good buy or not. And that's what I did. And I found a bike for like under 300 bucks. Yeah. You know, um, got fitted and started the whole journey of trying to help my ass and find a seat that works for me. Yeah. And, and you, you, you got the, you got the, the, the screen and going through the different training activities. You're not playing, man. No, man. No. And I'm having so much fun with doing it, especially like one of the things that I think of is like, all right, how can I gamify my like exercise? Mm-hmm. So you got these gamers who all they do is play video games and talk throughout their whole experience of a video game. I'm doing mm-hmm. this now. I'm doing that. Why not do that for exercise? So I found this program called Zwift, mm-hmm. uh, Z-W-I-F-T. And uh, it's originally for like cyclists. So, you mm. know, you, you know, hook up the, you buy some these Bluetooth adapters and you put them on your bike and you ride and it puts you in this virtual world. Uh, mm. Recently, they added on like a running component where all you need is like a Bluetooth foot pie and you run and you run throughout the virtual world. So, you know, with a little ingenuity uh, of like me doing that, I was like, all right, well, let me figure out how I can whoa, live stream. Whoa, wait, wait a second. So, so what are you wearing? When you're doing the running, outside of the foot part. So that's it, like just the foot part. So what are you seeing? I mean, you still seeing what you're seeing, or when you go back? I mean, what do you see on the screen? I mean, is 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 is, is it the shades with something? One part is a virtual world where you're running, and and you can look out the other side of the lens and and see the road, so you don't bump into. Mm-mm. So it's uh, let me let me. So Zwift is like an app mm-hmm. um, that's on like Android phones. Uh, iOS, it's on the new Apple TV, so okay. like the Apple TV fourth generation or the Apple TV 4K, and you know you just set the TV up in front of you, okay, and you run that way. So on as you run, yeah, you run on the treadmill or okay. your bike, and you got the TV or the screen or the computer screen in front of you, and you you know you can watch yourself run through that. Got you, got you. I'm thinking mm-hmm. I want to be out on the road, man. I'm like, yeah, I can see it. I can see it now on the treadmill. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. But the, well, so, we, yeah, mm-hmm. think about it, man. We just got what I know out here. We got twelve to sixteen inches last week on oh, Tuesday. Yeah, you, you ain't doing nothing outside. I ain't doing nothing outside. Yeah. I ain't going out yeah, there. It's definitely the treadmill. <laughs> Especially when they talking about we gonna get some more snow next week too. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Martinez, thank you so very much for being with us, man. Any final closing words? For those listening, where they can find you at on IG and, and, and podcasts, and, and you got a new podcast coming up too. Yeah, man. So you holding out on our audience, man. <laughs> you know, with Chef, and I was about. It's not Chef Boyardee. <laughs> oh, with my homegirl running fat chef. So let me give you my partner piece of advice, like listeners. You know, it can't. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard as hell. You're going to have bumps up the road, but success is not linear. It is not a straight line. It may look like a straight line because mm-hmm. you don't see all the work, uh, hard work that you see people put in it. So you just see the beginning and then you see the end, me crossing the finish line. But you don't know what was been done in between. Um, podcast, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, um, Anywhere you can find your podcast, you can find the 300 Pounds and Running podcast, uh, the stream. Uh, we also started, we also added another podcast to the stream. 
So actually, you get two pods, two podcasts with the price of one. Uh, so you got the three hundred <laughs> pounds of running podcast where I interview uh, people, and then you got the long run with Martinez and Latoya, mm-hmm. uh, Shante Snell, who's also an amazing runner. Man, she's an amazing individual that um, that I interviewed on three hundred pounds of running podcast when I seen her article on Buzzfeed. We had mm-hmm. so much fun, you know. We became great friends, and you know, it, it's just another way to like interact. But with there's the a listeners. spinoff from that. From um, that's the chef program, right? The- yeah. So that's the, okay. the the long run. Oh, so, the long run. The long run with Martinez and Latoria, but it's still on the 300 pounds and running feed. Gotcha. So we didn't we didn't uh, start a new feed yet, um, because we're just testing it out. Okay. So you know, we didn't want to go through the whole process of like starting a new podcast feed and you know, trying to get listeners where we can just start something new on the 300 pounds of running podcast uh, mm-hmm. feed and already have listeners. So now I think of it like the 300 pounds of running channel. Maybe I get another podcast on there. Um, and, you know, we just have like these different podcasts or different things on there. Cause it's already uh, established, man. like established and have audiences there. So we got that. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at 300 pounds and running, that's 300, spell out pounds and running. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for Facebook and Instagram. For Twitter, it's 300LBSANDRUNNIN. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. 300 pounds and running, no G. Um, gotcha. 300poundsandrunning.com. You can find me there. You can find a podcast as well. Uh, also, blogs. Um, what else I got going on? Live stream. So, Recently, I just started live streaming my workouts, mm-hmm. so you can find that on uh, YouTube at 300 Pounds and Running or on Facebook um, at 300 Pounds and Running as well, man. So there's multiple ways that you can get in contact with your boy, you know, see your boy exercise, so you can have more motivation, inspiration, education about running. There you have it. Thank you so much for tuning in, and as always, make sure y'all, whatever y'all doing today, make it a good one. All right? Peace. Deuces.